shore where the mountains meet the sea in a clapboard shack by a broken down tree there's a light in the window just salty to gals inside i'm not sure if they're witches but you know that's implied that the storytelling ego swelling pillow talking moonlight walking sea Welcome to the Sea Hags Podcast. I'm Krajepa. I'm Katie Norgren, and our guest this week is a maven of modern theater and a master of the ukulele and a <laughs> fabulous singer. <laughs> it's Megan Phillips. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hello. A maven. Hello. Maven. A magnet. Good word. What do you prefer? I like maven. It just yeah. seems to suit you. Yeah. Yeah. It brought, it's like a very close, there's the internal rhyme feel to yes. it. Yes. Yeah. Acting. <laughs> and I love when other people call me because it's like, you can't call yourself a maven. No. You that know? would be like, very rude. <laughs> Very, very like, that's a indeed. dick move. It's like giving yourself a nickname. Yeah. Thanks. But a nickname <laughs> of T-bone. like a, a nickname of that that says that you're better than everybody else. Like, yeah. The most condescending. They call me Katie the Man Nargrant. <laughs> nobody calls you that. <laughs> uh, I tried to make Big Red happen as a nickname for me when I had the red hair, and nobody would do it. I tried to I tried to pull it off at a wedding once, and the guy was like, "Oh, that's horrible! I will never call you that." <laughs> Instead, I will call you cool bitch. <laughs> so much better. Cool bitch is pretty great. It's pretty not bad. <laughs> Sorry, but I was like, okay, you're not going to call me the thing I asked for because you think it's too mean, so you'll call me a bitch instead. Yeah, that's the thing, right? Trying to choose your own nickname. Like, God forbid a woman is big. <laughs> Heaven forbid. Heavens to Murgatron. Oh, I can call you Big Red. Yeah, it doesn't really fit anymore. <laughs> Big, Big Blue. blue. No, <laughs> that's, just, that's just like Paul Bunyan's ox. Or no, whatever. that is just my dad's nickname for his van. <laughs> I actually had a teddy bear called Big Blue. For he was like life size for like many years. That's what you just described was not life size. Oh. <laughs> that is cub. a very small bear. Cub size. Sure, cub size. Uh, I suppose life size is like life size is a five year old child. Sure. Like the same size as the age that I was wow. when I wow. got big blue. I, I that always, is big. I always wanted like a full body teddy bear thing. Like oh, that. it was amazing. My dad won him for me in Playland. <gasps> yeah, you can he actually had a big win Crayola those? pencil with um that you could put money in. Yeah, I'm really set. They got rid of Big Blue, like, maybe five years ago and, like, didn't ask me. And I was gutted. Like, (laughs) devastated. My parents sold my telescope in a, in a, like, a garage sale without asking me. My telescope! My telescope! (laughs) I want to look at the plan! Did it have property of Big Red written on the side? And they're like, who does this belong to? I feel like it was probably had, like, my name written on it in, like, my dad's writing in Sharpie. Like, K. Nordgren or something like that. Very official. It was like it was my first book or something. Anyway, it sucks when your parents get rid of your shit that you were never going to use again. It does. It does. How dare you not ask me? I don't like this feeling of moving out of childhood. Anyway, we're fine. We're adult women. I know. I'm like, what's... Are you an adult woman? I've, uh, I mean, sure. Sure. Cool. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I get periods. Does that count? I don't think that's a requirement, but, but it's good that you do. It's, that's, that's probably a good help. Biologically. Sign. Yeah. If you're not getting them. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you have a uterus anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How was your week, Chris? My week was kind of a lot, but that's okay Kay. because... It's just what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and the end of my week was very good. I uh, 
I got picked up by my, my wonderful love to go for like a dinner at the Nom, which I haven't been to the Nom in forever. Oh, for a million years. What did you eat? I ate the same thing that I always get what there, which get? is the chilaquiles enchilada thing. Oh, I've never had that. It's delicious. And it's just like a baked burrito bowl thing yeah. with cheese and goodness. I like but, that they use some real cheese. Yeah, yeah. It's not a vegan yeah. place. It's a vegetarian place. Yeah. But like... I haven't been there in forever, and so I was like, well, you know, buckle up for, like, a six-hour wait in the line, and then it's going to take forever. We walked in, no line, were yeah. acknowledged immediately, sat, and got our food right away. I'm like, the nom <sighs> has changed so you know, much. <laughs> I, how long has it been since you've been there? Ten years, maybe. Okay, okay, so I, I recently had some friends, because I grew up in Vancouver, right? Mm-hmm. Did you did you also remember? Okay, but so I grew I up here. here for about 15 okay. years. Okay, okay, and I grew up really close to the nom, and, um, and I don't know if you know, the nom is owned by the original owners from 1968 that founded it. Cool. And uh, they have made it very clear that, like, they never want to sell, they never want to pass it on, that, like, when they retire or die, that the NAM is just going to end. That's how they want it. It's, like, their legacy for, like, 40... They started it in their 20s on the 4th Ave was Rainbow Road. Yeah. Uh, Which I think is both, like, devastatingly sad and heartbreakingly beautiful, like, all in one. Mm -hmm. I like that, because it's like, we don't want someone to take the nom name and turn it into something stupid. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Don't put condos behind it. (laughs) Yeah. But they, um, but I've also had a similar experience where I had friends visit me, and I was like, you gotta go to the nom. You know, it's like, we'll be waiting forever. Like, you gotta know your order right up front. It's part of the experience. Yeah, yeah. I remember once I had a bug in my food, and they didn't even give me the food for free they were just like (laughs) just like they didn't even offer to change it yeah they didn't even offer they were like organic i had to ask it was like oh yeah yeah exactly they were like okay we'll be with you in a sec you know i've always had to go up and pay but i brought my friend and i was like you gotta know it you know like it's gonna suck you're gonna love it when they serve (laughs) the food you know you've got if you've got to have your extra orders to go because they're never gonna come back and it was, like, same yeah. experience. We showed up. They were, like, met us immediately. They were, like, where would you like to sit? We were, like, here. And they are like, yeah, we can put you here. Whereas usually they don't even give you a choice. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And then when the server, not only did the server come take our order and write it down, she mm-hmm. gave it to it correctly. And then five minutes later came back to ask how we enjoyed it. And we were, like, hang on. Hang on. What is we this need, place? Yeah. <laughs> like I have no table. memory of this place. <laughs> Excuse me. Hostile <laughs> service has gone out of style in Vancouver. I think it didn't the elbow room close it or something did, yes. like that. Yeah. What? Did, I heard the elbow room when? or the guy did. had like a stroke or something like that. Uh, like I've were... been at the to the elbow room within the past like three months. Okay, so then it didn't close. It? Okay. There was something that happened with one of the owners. I think they got sick or something mm. like that. But that's that's but that's the one place but I did in have, Vancouver. But I did have good like a sweet server at the elbow room, and I was like, I want my sassy. What the hell? <laughs> Sassy man yelling at me. What was the uh, what was the place that was so? Oh, the foundation. Oh yeah, that was oh, yeah, the other the closed. other hostile vegetarian yeah. restaurant where I would go and be like, well, I love the OPPP and the nachos are all right, but God, I hate every person in this building. Like I just like every time they look at me, I feel like a bullied eight year old. It was just that withering. Hip, yeah, yeah, that hipster. That like, like um, oh, better than I fucked Father John Misty last night. I don't have to put up with this. <laughs> Didn't you find, though, I always was so hungry there because it took so long for the food to come yeah. at the foundation. I hated that place That was the so one. Much. Me, too. Like, I, like, the other places I'll eat because they're, like, fun, hostile, but. Like... <laughs> yeah, that place is, like, it didn't really advertise that it was like that, and yeah. it was always like that. So you just had to know. Yeah. 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 And I don't do well when I'm hungry. 
Oh, no. Me neither. Yeah. My plan for whenever I would go to the foundation, we'd always do, like, get nachos because they come quickly. Yeah. And then... or. Thanks, Casey. <laughs> Today is the day of our Lord six nine. So, oh my God, nice! I didn't even know. <laughs> it's the ninth of June, ah, sixty nine, ah. dudes. <laughs> I'm an adult. <laughs> anyway, but you get the nachos so that you could then eat them, and then you'd order your entrees and just get them to go. And then, oh, and then yeah. you'd have delicious oh, food. Smart. Then you'd have an OPPP for lunch the next day. Uh, I wish they'd have like a sign that's like a foundation hack or something yeah. on the side. <laughs> like foundation you know? secret menu. For yeah. respect, do this. Yeah, one of those like <laughs> for secret. Respect, pretend yeah. to know like hardcore rap from New York. From yeah. Like this it's like, you know, remember how when in The Sims, you guys ever play The Sims? Oh, so, like, boy, you just to, okay, just Rosebud. You just had to type in Rosebud and you'd get a thousand dollars. Like that's that's the that's the foundation's version of Rosebud. Oh yeah. I always did the, uh, oh, fuck, what was the thing? ka And ka just got you, like, more and more. And then there was yeah. one for, like, you would get, like, almost 500,000 simoleons. <laughs> and then you and then you would just put them in a pool and remove the... remove the. You know what? They've changed it. And you can't so, kill them easily anymore? No, if you don't have a ladder, they just jump out the side like a normal person would. They don't get trapped in the pool to die anymore. You can't kill your sims anymore. God damn it. Do you know there's a theory that, um, like an actual scientific theory that uh, is based on The Sims? That we're all living in a simulation? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And it, and it's, uh, I, I read like part of it as research for my um, last year's show and uh, very heavily worded, but it's like a 30% chance. Like that's significantly, that is double digits. That's a third of, that's Your like chance, more yeah. than like the secret in terms of scientific value oh, yeah. of our <laughs> sure. experience. Yeah. yeah. That we are living in a video game simulation that somebody else is playing. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, the Matrix eating my Matrix steak. We're all good. <laughs> I watch, because you can make your Sims play the Sims. What? In the Sims. No! And then just like, ah. <laughs> my brain it's, can't handle this. Sims all the way down. 69. Yeah. Fractal, fractal Sims. The day of our Lord, 6-9. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so I got to just hang out in some Kitsilano times. I put my feet in the ocean for a bit. That was really nice. And then January just hit with a full vengeance. Oh, it was yeah. like hot and nice, and then it's just now it's been cold and shitty. January. The second that it started, I slept so much better. <laughs> when it started getting cold again, I was just like... <sighs> nice. Yeah, because I could be in bed without being a sausage made of sweat. Just encased. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh... disgusting. What else did I do this week? Last night we had uh, our past guest and very good friend Allison's birthday party. It was a karaoke birthday party oh, with like they rented an actual karaoke machine and like a big book of CDs that you have to like flip through and get the old school tracks. You can Cute. rent that? Yeah. From this guy called, it was like Big Boy Karaoke. Oh my God. <laughs> not Big Red Karaoke. No, I'm not Big Boy pending. from, not Big B-O-I from Outcast. I assume. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be very funny if it was. But they had this like document that was all of the tracks and it was, like, not in any particular order. It said it was by artists, but then it wasn't sometimes. And so we were just, like, everyone was randomly flipping through and, like, trying to, like, put songs on. And we wound up getting, yeah, it was really, really good. Until, like, one in the morning. And, yeah, her, the, the host of the party said that he had talked to all of his neighbors and given them all chocolates and blah, blah, blah. And he still got, like, complaints. Ah, <laughs> oh, bummer. Because it did go a little loud and people were definitely stomping on the floor because I put the proclaimers on. Oops. <laughs> Da, da, da. Uh, what just you gonna a do? bunch of fuddy-duddies yeah, is what, you what I do? hear. 
Uh-huh. Have you ever played that karaoke game where, which I, when you play karaoke with people that you love, where you um, you set up the next song for the person after? No, you? but I have always wanted to. Yes, do this. we kind of tried to do so that a little great. bit, but it's like that's fun. It, it's great. It's great, especially when they don't know the song. <laughs> That's my I was, favorite. When I was driving to pick you up today, Megan, I was listening to I, I just one of my um, my Spotify mixes that they choose for me, and so I have one that's pretty much all 80s stuff, and the Fine Young Cannibals, She Drives Me Crazy came on, mm. and I'm like, I don't know this, the words to the verses at all, and I don't think anyone would even notice if I went to karaoke and went like, ha, 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 Um, That was a lot of it last night Is that everyone knew the choruses to a lot of things And not the verses at all But we would just like We would just put the CD in And then we'd like go to the track that someone wanted But then we'd just flip around on the CD And like try to find other things So then suddenly we're seeing like Gloria Estefan And like Uh, Was it like poorly poorly written English? No Was it Okay Because those are my favorite When there's just very clear grammatical errors (laughs) Of like This got you 12 cents to make Some real mistranslations Yes Yeah Yeah. Yeah, yeah, That's so funny But it was good We got to We got to sing I'm sorry to miss that, but I did end up spending a really nice time with my parents and finding yeah. out, yeah, like that my mom is in good health. So that's great. Excellent. Yeah. Well, I mean, like better than health than we thought. She yeah, was, so, yeah. That's so good. Yeah. Um. Also, was very sad about Anthony Bourdain all week. Oh I don't know God. If we yeah. Get into that a little. That bit. was really upsetting. So I've been watching just old episodes of No Reservations and just like really taking in how all these folks are just like, yeah, he never tokenized our culture. He would come and, like, learn from, like, the grandmas, like, what the good food was and, like, be extremely respectful and, like, explored. Like, so I've got this one where it's, like, these islands off of Portugal that I've never heard of before. Yeah, I've never heard of them before. And so I'm watching that, and he's just telling us all about this, like, amazing food that's just there. Is that where he slaughters a pig with them? I don't think so. Mm. Well, I've watched watched a Portugal episode, I think, of the Mm -hmm. show. I, uh... I, I tweeted a couple months or like even maybe a year ago uh, something about how I would rather like have sex with Guy Fieri than spend an hour with Anthony Bourdain and I don't actually mean that Aww. I just want to come out and say that that's not true I thought Anthony Bourdain was interesting just kind of intense <laughs> and he hated vegetarians so much yeah he hates oh. vegetarians and fat people yeah. so much and I know a lot so of really cool fat vegetarians so I'm kind of like <laughs> but I'm still very very sad that he's dead that's mm-hmm. it's super it's a huge bummer yeah yeah so. Don't kill yourself today. Mm-hmm. Every day, don't kill yourself. Yeah. Yeah. That's so. uh, Hillary's slogan. Yeah. Every day, don't kill yourself. Hillary? Who's friend, friend Hillary. Yeah. Uh. She's got a lot of really good, 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 uh, good slogans, good, good, good vibes. Yeah. Yeah. Every day. Just don't. Yeah. How was your week? I didn't kill myself. That's very Yay. good. Yeah. Uh, I feel like there should be more. Just as a slight we derailment. I feel like there should be more celebrations for not killing yourself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, we like. That's what a birthday week. party should be. It's like, holy. I lived, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not at the slight of my own hands, Ooh. also. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was good. I didn't do that. Um, what did I do this week? Oh, my God. I didn't do anything. I just took it so easy because next week is insane. We're going to see Janelle Monet on Tuesday. What? She's in town? Yeah. yeah she's at the Queen CUNY. Oh, CUNY. Do you know, are Queenie. there tickets left? I don't know. I, I would be very surprised if there was. I had no idea. That's yes. 
anyway, so she's here on Tuesday. We're going oh with my wife, and that's going to be awesome. I totally forgot. It wasn't in my calendar, because Tessa bought the tickets, and yeah. normally when you buy tickets, it gets imported yeah. into your calendar, so I just didn't even think about it. Yeah. And then I saw somebody posted a video and was just like, can't wait for Janelle next week. I'm like... Next ah! week? And I had, like, already made plans for that night with somebody else, and I had to cancel. I'm like, yeah. I'm sorry, but Janelle. And she's like, oh, I totally understand. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely got We it. can go watch Ocean's oh, 8 another yes. day. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so next week is Janelle. Uh, my wife is off to Europe for two weeks, and uh, I am hosting Polka Time on Saturday, June 16th. You're hosting I am it. emceeing Polka Time, the, oh, uh, the first fuck. annual East Vancouver polka party. What? Okay, because I used to be in a band called the Dreadnoughts, and they have formed a polka, ba- a polka band called Polka Time, and they're hosting a polka party at the Bavaria House restaurant. It's not actually what it's called, but it's close to the name of it in Vancouver. The one at Commercial in uh, 33rd or something like I think that. so, yeah. These are actual tears. I don't know if you can see me <laughs> I, crying yeah, from yeah, how so cool that is. It's so, yeah, I used to play bass but for the band. That's so amazing. Yeah, it's going to be so fun. <laughs> oh my God, don't cry. My parents are, That's a thing that exists in our world. Yes. <laughs> and my parents are going, which is really fun, because my parents are still in love with uh, with Nick, who's the singer, um, and a very, very, very close friend of mine. So, yeah, a bunch of my family is going. <laughs> so it's going to be a hoot and a half. It's very G-rated for uh, one of these kinds of events, and we're going to eat, you know, dumplings and and meat, I assume. Uh, schnitzel and spätzle. Schnitzel and spätzle and, and, and potatoes and things, and... Uh, I'm going to eat an accordion on stage. I'm going to eat a whole accordion. <laughs> You're literally crying I'm about this polka party. This polka party. That's really sweet. I'll send you a link for it. I just love it so much. <laughs> I just, I just want a baby cake made of rainbows for everybody. <laughs> How was your week, honey? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, now that I know there's a polka party, I have to reevaluate my thoughts on everything. <laughs> That's so oh. funny. Um, my week was great. Good. I, yeah, I mean it. Like, I mean, well, yeah, it was. Uh, the the January totally affected. Mm-hmm. I've I've been discovering. Like, I was sharing with you earlier. Like, I've I've recently totally changed the what I eat, and mm-hmm. that's also in tandem with the mental health work that I do like on myself mm-hmm. freaking daily yeah, is it's, it's work it's, uh, <laughs> takes a village sometimes you know like I like I actually have to schedule time in my calendar of like this is the day that I'm gonna grieve my therapy like Fridays are my <laughs> Fridays are my feelings day I do I'm gonna feel all my feelings this day I literally don't plan things on Friday because I'm like I'm probably gonna be feeling too much on this day That's and amazing. I'm gonna be unhelpful to people around me That's right. really smart. <laughs> Oh, it's been, it was given to me by somebody very important and close to me as a hack that she does. And, uh, and it saved my life. Like, I don't think I would have anything even close to a fledgling career Mm -hmm. if I didn't schedule your, if I didn't schedule my feelings and that knew that there were people around to call on that day. But I, but I've also discovered that like, I really get affected by the weather. Mm -hmm. Like, and that's not necessarily new information, but Particularly, but now you get that, that information every year again. Every year, yeah. And now that I like, um, now that I've also changed um, the stuff that I put into my body, I also realize how affected I get by chemicals. Mm-hmm. And so, I've been like experimenting with like, can I add like certain chemicals back into my life? And uh, 
And it, and I'm just like that combined with the weather. I was like, whoa! <laughs> and I was like all... suddenly thrown into this depression. And like you know, of course, I'm like dealing with everything that I deal with in therapy. So whatever. So who's to say one or the other? But it was like totally like this. Oh my god, who even am I? <laughs> like I get it. Like because because it's been shared to me that like so much of our. Um, experience is not actually who we are it's like stuff influencing us Mm -hmm. around us like our environment or chemicals or whatever and it's like i guess i just like i'm feeling it firsthand of like the weather and then and then all the like the anthony bourdain and the Mm -hmm. kate spade Mm -hmm. and like and everybody's feeling it it's up on social media and it's Mm -hmm. like everybody i think has been feeling a lot of sleep and depression a little bit more this week yep Definitely. Like I, it's it's certainly been a bizarre experience of like, oh my god, you're sleeping eleven hours a night and hate your life too. Me too. Oh god, me same, too. Same, 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 same. I slept so late yesterday. Oh my god, I slept so late. I slept till like twelve thirty yesterday. Oh, that's amazing. It felt pretty good, honestly. Oh, God um, bless sleep. Yeah. Well, I wasn't sleeping for a really long time, uh, so that was very helpful. But there was yeah. definitely something in the air. Like the other day, I was telling you, Katie, I was like, I had kind of a, a shit day where I was just like running around like crazy. Hadn't really eaten anything all day and finally like got to a restaurant at like four o'clock and was just like, okay, I'm going to eat some food on the way to the restaurant. There was a drunk dude on the bus who was having a Friday and he dropped his coat and a woman like he got off the bus and people were just like, hey, your coat. And he's like, I don't give a shit. And but some lady was just like, okay, I'm going to pick it up. And she kind of leaned up the bus. She's like, your coat. And she kind of threw it to him to catch and it fell on the ground and he got so mad like stop throwing my things and he came and like took a swing at her and she like ducked onto the bus it was like and so he just like hit the glass of the jesus of the bus and i'm just like what is happening with like moon was full was it a full was it really this was saturday friday friday Friday. like there were i was out on uh was it thursday or friday or saturday i can't remember but i looked out and i was like oh yeah the moon's like super i thought the moon was full last week oh it might have been when i was in victoria maybe i'm high on drugs Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think you just looked up into the sky and it was a street light. And you were like, It was a Burger King sign. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, she looks so beautiful tonight. (laughs) When the moon hits your eye like a. Oh, fuck, it's Burger King. Eat eat Big Walk. (laughs) Home of the Whopper. Common mistake. Common, Common mistake. mistake. Yeah, it's like yeah, Neil Neil Armstrong never fucking actually got there. It's like, <laughs> I want it my he way. Just, <laughs> he just stopped for the crown and finished yeah. there. I'm king of space. <laughs> yeah, gotta love that big beautiful Burger King moon. <laughs> I don't exactly know why everybody was acting weird, but I felt yeah. weird all week. Yeah, then... there was just some some weird charged like current that was just going through everybody so the week started off weird and ended weird and who knows man and it's so annoying that we live in like this society where we actually still have to do stuff when (laughs) like feelings happen yeah yeah you know right (laughs) i just really thought about that i was like it is rude that i have to do stuff it is it is like there like i have this okay so i'm like reading how to like um like this productivity like i've really been interested in reading productivity books and stuff like that and like pomodoro method and stuff like yeah and just like figuring out what works for me and so i've got like all my lit my externalized list and um and i uh and so now that i can see all of the stuff that i have to do which is better than it swimming around vaguely in my head. Mm-hmm. But now that I see it and I'm like sorting out systems that work to me how to see it all at once, it's fucking terrifying. And then you get like compounded by like feelings day on Friday, feelings day. And I'm like, well, I'm obviously. I'm all of this before feelings day. <laughs> yeah. 
a lot of feel feelings on Rex Manning Day. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah, it's just it's real annoying that like we don't get siestas or yeah, what the frick? Yeah. Or just like cultural downtime where it's like, hey, everybody yeah. in the world. We recognize that this is kind of a weird week, so everything's closing down. Yeah. All the businesses are closed. Like, you just kind of have to be with your people this week, and we'll all reconvene next Monday. Okay, peace out. Wouldn't that be so great? Wouldn't that be so great? Mm -hmm. I guess there's the stuff that has to run all the time. Hospital. Be the change you want to see in the world. Just no hospital. No hospital. (laughs) If you're dead, too bad. (laughs) You should stay dead. No necromancy. I for mean, you. I guess there's some aspects that are good of a white man society. <laughs> it's, it's very convenient for other white types, <laughs> and man types, and, and we all have our. She says as she drinks her coffee that was delivered like, on an airplane that flew 24 hours a day that she was adamant she needed to get. Yeah. Exactly. It's so good. Exactly. It's a great coffee. It was from Paper Crane? Paper Crane Coffee. Big shout out to Paper Crane Coffee. On <laughs> yeah, Carolina the second you, you got into my car, I was like, oh, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't, she asked me if I wanted a coffee. I said, no, no, I already had one. And then I smelled it. And I was like, I want a coffee. <laughs> Do you want some coffee? <sighs> drink. I don't know who this character is. I like it. She's is good. this Big Red? That's the character that took that picture outside of the sign by the or outside of the church by the sign. I sent you that photo, didn't I? Yeah. There's a uh, in front of this United Church that uh, my friend's gospel concert was on uh, on Friday night. Uh, there was a sign that said something needs to change, and it's probably me. Oh. So I, I, st- I stood, I cr- crouched down b- beside the sign and made the freakiest face I could think of, like, <laughs> and it's like, something needs to change, and it's probably my horrible gremlin self. <laughs> so I just really like that, and that's that's the vibe I'm trying to put it as, like, you can't stop uh. me, I'm going to tell penis jokes everywhere I go. <laughs> Good. You're that's, bringing joy to the world, That's I like think. the character that I bring to bars. Yes. Like, when I get hit on, I'm like, bleh. <laughs> do, do you still like this? <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, I was thinking about like I'm I'm all espousing like yeah everything should just shut down. I would be the first one to complain like I can't get sushi today and it's closed on a Sunday like like so. if this is my this is my day I shouldn't have to cook. <laughs> like, where are my chicken fingers? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm full of shit. We know this already. Yeah. Um, we should have like a fa- like phased days off or something like where a third of everybody gets a day off on a given day. Yeah, like then... stagger breathing in choirs. Mm-hmm, totally. Oh! You know how you stagger breathe in choirs? Yes, I'm very familiar with how you to be in a choir. <laughs> <laughs> you can't all take a breath at the same time or it's going to look fucking stupid. Yeah, that's yeah. right. As opposed to dagger breathing, which is what I do, what do when in... I, on my feelings day. <laughs> oh, I thought you should say that's what you do in a Jamaican dance hall or something like that. You do dagger breathing. <laughs> oh no, that's what I do when the patriarchy gets me at bars. Yeah, just... That's when I pull elbows out, tagger dancing, yeah. tagger yeah. dancing, and you like shake your ass so hard that you kill a guy with it. <laughs> yeah, that's what that that's was what never I understand. Proven. Dance hall I to was be. acquitted. Okay. <laughs> As a personal, can we move on? Personal productivity milestone for me. I finished a whole bullet journal. <gasps> Ooh, so amazing. like the whole book. I've never actually finished a blank notebook for like really, you know. So. I finished it. Now I get to start a new one, and That's I'm setting amazing, it all up, Chris. and I'm very excited. Yeah. When did you start? Nice. I started last May, so basically okay. about a year 
to fill up the okay yeah because you got bu- me onto bullet i'm bulleting journal bullet journal bulleting. that's wonderful because this you is... got me onto it oh fantastic the cult is spreading i never used my future log never touched it at all yeah yeah uh stopped doing a month to month yeah uh, and started just doing weeklies and that's notes basically and... all i do too and then i just yeah take random notes and but isn't that so great like there's so much room for evolution you can do anything you want like year. like yeah. i could do god yours is so pretty Thank you, Chris's is even prettier. I'll really? Show, I'll show you downstairs. Oh, you're going to put... Oh, okay. I'm not going to show you mine. <laughs> it is all about what works best for you, yes. I think. And I just don't do any other art right now. So getting to do exactly. like something creative inside of this is is really fun. Like, I used to like art as a I drew, child. I drew butts. start making art. I, who did it? Lauren Martin McCraw was on our show, and I drew a butt while we were talking. Aww. Uh, I sometimes just doodle while we're... Uh, so yeah, it's gotta love the... that good good journal foley here on I the love... microphone. Lauren got accepted to the Banff, uh, Banff Media thing, I think, right? She I think got, she like, did a, some some fancy thing in Banff. Yeah, I think she's she's Shout getting out back. To Lauren. She's getting back onto the stage after the birth of her beautiful baby oh. last year. Mm-hmm. The cutest Most fucking excellent. kid I've ever seen, other than that other kid that's really cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's lots of cute kids in our lives. We're pretty yeah. lucky. Hero and River are the two cutest, though. Yeah. Actually, there's other really cute babies too, which is those two I think are kind of my favorites. <laughs> River, like after Firefly. No, no, no. Her name is, is River Rose. Rose. She's a very beautiful child. She's our friend Noelle's kid. Mm-hmm. Super funny and cute, mm-hmm. and no longer afraid of bees. Yeah, yay. Anyway, so so yeah, so that felt like a little bit of a personal productivity milestone. Of Congratulations! Like, I actually finished a book instead of like abandoning something halfway through. Yeah. The the first time I ever finished a notebook, which has only happened one time mm-hmm. before, what I assume will be this one was my first comedy notebook. Mm-hmm. So to finish that was very. Oh, you did finish a full podcast notebook. Yes, well. I did, and yeah. I actually finished two comedy notebooks nice. and started a new comedy notebook, which was this one, or not this one, but my bullet journal. Yeah. So yeah, you actually, you guys are making me cry. Again. Oh no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Megan, you're not supposed to have feelings on Sunday. I'm sorry, I'm not I'm sorry. <laughs> Stop being so goddamn beautiful and accomplished. <laughs> Stop supporting each other with your whole so heart. Light of the world. Don't worry, we're also salty fucking bitches. Okay, let's get to that part. I'm a bitch. I'm a bitch. I'm a bitch. I'm a bitch. I'm a bitch, and I'm a bitch. I'm really just a bitch. <laughs> I sing that to Tessa all the time. She oh, loves it because I do it every time I'm being a bitch to her. She's like, you're being a huge bitch right now. <laughs> like, you're, yeah. like, you're like, the song told you, baby. I don't know. It was in I, our wedding vows. Yes. <laughs> uh, I will be a bitch, a lover, a child, a mother. Tell me that's the song you danced to at your wedding. Oh, that was Can you imagine? <laughs> we, we walked into a Nine Inch Nails song. Uh, and we walked out to Golden Years by David Bowie. Uh, when you do your vow renewals, you'll do it to... Bitch. I'll do yeah, it down. Wow, Like just walking into that. I hate the world. We should have done that at karaoke last night. What the fuck? Oh, it's a good karaoke. You know what though? This sure. this karaoke thing, they just didn't have any good songs for like nineties. That sucks. Do they didn't have What's music. Up by Four Non Blondes? No. Which is mm. the best karaoke song. They they didn't really a have terrible, a terrible great of, song. A lot of uh, a lot of good selection. It was they had a lot of like Rihanna and Ariana Grande and like things that I don't really know that well. Yeah, <laughs> things that are new music. Yeah. Yeah. young ones exactly so yeah. but they just didn't have they had nothing from Big Shiny Tunes too, which is a tragedy and so all of us are like in our mid 30s and we're like what the fuck are we supposed to yeah. say I actually don't have any idea how old you are uh, you don't have to tell me but no. I just have no do you want to guess should we play that game can I 28 oh really yeah I'm older okay I'm older so yeah. are we yeah 
31. I'm 34. You're and a half. I did not think you I'm were older than me. I would not have many that. people do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very immature. I'm very immature. <laughs> Can we get every answer to that question about grown woman now? <laughs> this is the perfect time. No, this is lovely because it's it's very unusual for us to be able to have somebody on the on the show who is who is not our, like five years our junior. <laughs> I guess that's yeah, not true. No, we, have, we have friends our own age. Well, how, how old are you guys? I'm thirty three. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're we're very close in age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So are you eighty two? No, I mean eighty five. That's not how number that's... works. Yeah. <laughs> You know this, but I went to a fancy boarding school for my prep <laughs> experience. Did you go to a fancy boarding school? I did, and I actually recently got asked to go back in February of this year to speak at their career oh my day. God, please tell us about this. I'm tired of talking about myself. Let's really? Okay, this. I went asked to go back to their career day. Oh, this is, and I realized who wants to work in the arts? Yeah, I was like, I was like. I'm I'm the best I'm the best grad that you've got. That was my first thought when they asked me to go back. Prestige is this. <laughs> and then I did Oh, and it gets better. And then I did the math of like how much my tuition was for grade ten in nineteen ninety-nine okay. and how much my uh notice of assessment this last tax year showed that I made gross income. And in 1999, my tuition, without even adjusting for inflation, was $5,000 more than my gross declared income. And I'm like a scaredy cat. I declare everything. Uh, Even cash, sometimes. Um, Just in case the government's listening. It is not. Nobody is. You're safe. That in kind, declaring in kind income, that's bullshit. Who does that? But uh, yeah, but gross income was $5,000 more without even adjusting for inflation in 1999. (laughs) Shit. Yeah. 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 I like I like to when the uh, when UBC calls me because I'm an alumna f- alumna from UBC yeah, I don't yeah. know an alum um, and they call and they're asking for fundraising and they're just like yeah like so what do you because they always get people from your discipline to call you oh. so it's like hi I'm a women's studies major right, and so I'm calling so what right. did you do with your degree I'm like ha, 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 yeah ha, 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 ha. I don't have any money to give you bye you know that's so funny I worked at an alumni call center mm. for my university to be nice to in third year and I remember I got a music grad and I was in music and I called him for a donation and he literally laughed in my face I remember because I because you have you have like the ask you have like the script right of like would you consider a, a weekly don or a monthly donation of fifty dollars a month and he was like ah, no. that's my grocery budget like, yeah and then and then he was and then it's funny and I was and he was like you know what you sound nice and he was like I'll give you a one-time $25 donation and I just remember being like that is my future (laughs) I just heard the whisper in my head of like this is me in 15 and guess what you guys it is 10 15 years later I do not have $25 to donate It'll depend if I declare that cash or not. You have such a beautiful cackle. I love it. You have a laugh and you have a cackle, and I like that you have both. Because sometimes you just got a cackle. Sometimes the inner witch must come out. Oh, right? Oh, I was certainly hung as a witch or burned as a witch in a past life. (laughs) I was hung like a witch. (laughs) You showed me your big old witch titties. (laughs) Big old witch titties. 
let the record show that Mother Megan is gesturing huge <laughs> watermelons. Below the belly button. What is thou like to navel. live deliciously? <laughs> I have See, not seen The Witch spelled with two V's you yet. You should, it's so good. Did you go to the career day? Or oh, I did, yeah. So what happened? Oh, it was actually really awesome. Okay. It was really fun. Like, uh, it was spearheaded by Mr. Connolly. Shout out to him, who's rad, who was an English teacher when I was there, who uh, is, is like, a, you know, and I must say, the school itself has really um, improved its artistic uh, programming, programming, yeah. yeah. And because when I was there, not only did we have like not have any drama or music or any, and it's like a totally workaholic school. Like oh, okay. it's like, and I suppose this is the nature of boarding school. Of um, um, actually, it's funny because you had asked me the question about barriers, and this is something I've been thinking about a lot. Okay, about like this was a an unseen barrier that. Uh, that I didn't realize I had until I went back to the school and, like, you know, felt all the feelings and saw it and was like, oh, uh, it's this institution derived from, like, an old-school boarding experience. Mm -hmm. So, like, Harry Potter-style, like, Mm -hmm. old-school with houses and everything. Yeah, used to be an old boys' school. Mm -hmm. Um, Rugby, like, all rugby, you know, sports, 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 old British sports. Um, (laughs) And... um, And academics, rugby and academics. And so anything else was just like, because we're going to well round you for your academic career. And so... A little bit it, of artistic flavor for... Yeah, I, yeah. I and so it's like, you know, the artist is just a way to well round and pad your, pad your resume. So you have to, and it's still quite the same. Like, there were actually a lot more similarities than I thought mm-hmm. when I went back. Um, but you have to take... Like, your, your schedule is set from... 6.30 or 7 in the morning until 10 o'clock at night. Jeez. Like, your, your time is completely scheduled. And that's seven days a week. <clears throat> Every two or so weekends, you get a leave weekend um, if you want. But you also have to take a sport and you have to take a fine art. Every semester. Wow. So you were doing sport. Like a strict parent. Five, you, have to, mm-hmm. you were doing sport, I think, four to five days a week, depending on how intern it you were. And then fine arts, one to two days a week. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so... Um, as the, like, fledgling creative that I am, um, I, uh, that would have been a good time to gesture my witch titties, I think, <laughs> there. I chose the wrong action. <laughs> um, but I, I, you know, I did musical theater. That was my, uh, fine art. Nice. But it was, like, even though they have this high budget and they have the costume and they pay for it, it was, like, the years that I did it, it was run by this person who I will not name, who was not, like, they just... (laughs) (laughs) Let the record show that person was said as in the sun was sin. Person. They were um, uh, just very... Small, like it like needed to prove something. Okay. And so took over a musical, which is... Not just generally, but across the board, universally acknowledged as a discipline that is directed by somebody, musical directed by somebody else, and choreographed by a third somebody else. Mm -hmm. You know, if the professionals, this person took on all of those things. I'm a triple threat to this production. And also, let the record show, had no training in any of those things. Oh, my God. Any of them whatsoever. And, uh... And so it was cool because I was like Anna and the King and I, and so I was like a lead in this show. 
Um, but it was like my only artistic outlet. And it was like just just a really horrible, painful experience, oh, actually. Man. Aside from the fact that, you know, I got to do the thing that I loved for four days on a stage. But besides that, um, I going back was actually like a really interesting like of like, wow, that like I was really set up for artistic failure mm-hmm. in that just having the creativity stamped out of you. Mm-hmm. And so, like really, yeah, hyper-scheduled and not actually having any room for a real... Exact organic expression. growth, exactly, or or my own self-expression or anything. Mm-hmm. And so the flip side of that was that when I went back to the school and I saw all that and felt all that, I like, you know, I did my little speech and I was able to share and it was actually very sweet. There was like this small little army of just like girls, like... That were, I could see, I was like, little Megan, little Megan, little Megan, who came up to me after and like with just tears and just being like, it's like oh, you cry at stuff too. Can, can you, yeah. But like, how, how, like, how do we do it? How do we, man, knowing that like, this is just where we have to be? Because like, for me, it was like, that was pretty much my only option mm-hmm. just because of my family home situation and whatever. And so it was like, I had chosen to go to boarding school and that was the healthiest choice mm-hmm. for me. Um... And I was lucky that I could afford it. And, but, uh, so being able to, but, but if I'd had my way, I would have like stayed in Vancouver and just been way more artsy. Yes. But that wasn't the reality that I could have had. Mm-hmm. So that, that was like this art, you know, artistic barrier. And so that was a cool thing of like being able to share just kind of like an it gets better message. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, with you, like these it young. It might be shitty to kind of be in the boarding school and being scheduled yeah. and stuff, but just know that this is fleeting in the grand exactly, scheme of things. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And that they could just like embrace that experience as like this weird experience mm-hmm. that not everybody gets to get. Totally. Draw from that in your Exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, because, like, one thing that I didn't realize was because I was really, because uh, I think we've already established that my feelings rule everything. And you got uh, I've, I sure do. I sure do. And so I was, like, really feeling my body as I walked around on the campus and, like, ugh, this is where I feel trauma and, like, ugh, this is where my body remembers this. But then I went to the rowing crew house because I rowed when I was there. And, like, I was totally expecting to be, like, another, I hated it. Yeah. And my body was, like, ah. And I was, like, oh, I felt safe with, because I was, like, a really good rower. Like, mm-hmm. it was the only thing that made me cool. Like, as much as Megan is ever going to be cool, <laughs> like, let's call a spade a spade, that, like, uh, or a tit a tit, that, like, <laughs> the, um, uh, I went there, but it was, like, in a sports school, we would go to St. Catharines, like, the championships every year, and, um, and I was, like, part of, like, this championship crew that, cool. like, would place, like, gold, silver medal. Plus, uh, have you guys ever rode, like, No, but just, I would imagine machine. the team. The erg. Yeah, I've it's... on the erg, It's yeah. cool, because it's a really sporty, like, it's, it's probably one of the more, like, hive mind sports mm-hmm. to do, because you literally are at You sink, must get into the same... And you have yeah. to breathe together... And then you're, like, literally, you're being called stroke, stroke, stroke by the crew. So it's really meditative as well. Yeah. And you usually row when the water's calmest. So, like, at 5.30 or 6. So you have this, like, shared experience of, like, living with all these girls. Because we would live in the house together. Mm-hmm. All of us were in, um, in this one house. And we would wake up at, like, 5.30 in the morning on weekdays. And it's, like, freezing cold or, like, snowing. Like, sometimes we would have the cocks sticking out the front of the shell, like, breaking ice for yeah. us. <laughs> at, like, 5.30 in the like when am I ever like 
good God, if I ever ha- have that experience again, somebody shoot me. But like, <laughs> but it was also just really cool. Yeah, that's such an amazing have. thing to reflect on. It's just like that is totally part of it's my a pretty, tapestry. It's that's a culty cool. sport for sure. Like the people who are yeah. in there, like rowing. Oh my god. And like the weirdest like like inside jokes that looking back it's like like men would stuff their socks down their unitards to be like, yo. Check out my dick. Check out my dick. My dick. Padded and lumpy. Mm. <laughs> my favorite kind. I should get that checked out. <laughs> that's actually not a sock. That's just a large testicle that's, that I'm pretending. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> no, really. Is anyone a doctor? Is anyone a Is doctor? Is it true that if I pee on a pregnancy <laughs> test, I can tell that I have cancer? <laughs> Um, anyway, I, what was I going to say about, about rowing? It was, oh yeah, I was behind a Jeep with, a. I had to get really, really close to it to see the, uh, the bumper sticker, but it was like, uh, row on the, during the week, erg on the weekends or something oh, yeah. weird like yeah, that. Yeah, that I was sounds like, about right. But I read it as eng, I'm like, I row at this time and then at eng at this time, I'm like, oh, you row and you're an engineer, like, congratulations, you are <laughs> someone I will never have sex with. <laughs> Because you'll be very weird about it. <laughs> but it was to turn out they're just a rower, they're not also an engineer, so it's oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So they'll just, this. the sex will just be like, stroke, stroke, stroke. <laughs> and there have to be eight of them at one time. <laughs> I mean, I don't make the fucking rules. <laughs> Oh my god, we gotta, we gotta get into the... Four on the port, four on the starboard. Oh my god, that's quadruple, octuple. Oh no, yikes. I'm considering it. Anyway, should we take a quick okay. break? Yeah. We're back. We're back. We've returned from the other side, <laughs> aka whizzing. <laughs> Having a whiz. Everybody feel good? Yeah. Yeah. Good. So on our last podcast, we're like, how do we do better? <laughs> our podcast is not very good. Like, this is much better than average. <laughs> What's happening today? <laughs> it's the witch titties, isn't it? It's yeah. the witch That is going to be the title of this episode now at this point. Like, I've, I've underlined it several times going, there's not going to be them. a better one. Nice. That's it, is witch titties. Nice. Anyway. Nice. Um, so we were like, how do, we, how do we do better? And so maybe we'll actually start, like, we live... A lot of our lives, Katie and I, we've realized in the realm of fantasy, mm. where it's just like, what it's are some sweet, of the... sweet fantasy baby? Yeah, you know, a little bit of escapism, indulgence, mm. and it's like, how can we maybe ask our guests to indulge with us? Play in the space with us, Megan. <laughs> play with us. <laughs> in this room, I'll play with you anywhere. It's, well, it's, it's pretty this. small, so it's just going to have to be within this room. Um, yeah, so do you want to... Well, you came up with a better question. Okay, I did. Well, well, I did do a better job than Chris because I'm better than she is. This is not true. I am so full of shit. Um, I will neither agree nor disagree with probably... any of this because I feel that I don't know Chris well enough and you seem delightful. So... I'm pretty great. It's fine. She is. Yeah, she has. Her self-esteem is fine. She'll be fine. Uh, so basically, we, we were sort of thinking like, what would you, we originally were like, what is your dream show? And then I realized that's not the most interesting question because that might be the most artistically integral hmm. show that you would put on. And what we want to know is what is the most, like, what's the biggest vanity project you would put on? If you, if like other people's opinions didn't matter, if it, if your the reception mm. to it didn't count, if it was just like, if you were just going to feel good about it. What would you do? What kind of vanity production would you put on? Because and so we picked this because we didn't even mention this. Like you do theater and you do yes. one woman shows and you do all kinds yeah. of. So I think that was kind of picked up in our conversation that you have theater background and everything. But this is kind of what you're doing a lot of. Yeah, you put on shows. Yeah, 
Yeah. And so yeah. Like, if, you were, if you were totally unencumbered by, I have to sell tickets, I have to read reviews about it. I can't I do this thing that's very yeah. self-indulgent yeah. or... Oh, <laughs> oh my God! Because I think to um, myself that if I was going to do this, if it was purely for vanity and purely for fun, I'd want to be in a David Bowie cover band, <laughs> and like have people love me for it. Would you open for the Polka Festival? Is uh, the question. I don't think it would fit, but sure, I would. <laughs> I would do anything that they asked me to. <laughs> Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? Really? Really? When it's polka, when you it's can't stop <laughs> yourself. That tuba just gets your ass shaking in a circle. Can't poke the polka. Um, let's see. Ooh, what a good question. Thank you. It's a great. Okay. <laughs> it was a good question. I. Okay, I wonder if the answer that's coming up for me, unless I, I'll, maybe I'll start on the the first thing. Yeah. That's coming up for me, and then if if something better comes, I might switch tactics Perfect. and just yes. like do a yeah. mid, do not mid do not conversation self, lurch. Yeah, don't self censor. Just, yeah, just let cool. it flow, baby. Well, um, what's coming up is actually the, the my my next show, which I am writing right now, um, slowly, uh, which is a hard departure from what I have been oh. working on, like what I've created an audience for myself to date. Um, which is annoying because it's like, you know, Neil Gaiman has talked about, um, there are dolphins in the creative world and there are otters. Have you? I have not heard this before. No. Okay. So he talks about like, there are some people in the creative world who are dolphins and, uh, you think about like, you go to the aquarium, right? You pay the price of admission to see everything. No matter what you see, it's the same price of admission. So you pay for the dolphin, dolphin shows at two o'clock. They do the same tricks every time, you know, flips you know, kisses, all of it, Mm -hmm. you know what you're in for, family friendly, and it's great. Yeah. Right? But for the same price of admission, you will also go see the otters. Right? And who fucking knows what the otters are going to (laughs) do? Right? Uh, Not only are the otters, like, sometimes they're really cute and they're, like, eating delightful little nibbly shells. Yeah, and they're holding hands. Um, Sometimes uh, they're, like, taking a shit in the corner. (laughs) Sometimes they're, like, hiding, not even showing. I've actually heard I shared this analogy with somebody else, and they were like, actually, uh, otters are, like, terrible misogynists. Like, they're, like, like they sexually assault each other, apparently. Like, oh, yeah, they're, just... they're animals. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, oh so, but same price of admission. You never know what the fucking otter is going to do. Yeah. <laughs> and so he says that there are some creatives who are dolphins, you know, who have, like, figured out the game of, like, this is how we make the money, and they mm-hmm. actually feel creatively fulfilled by, like, doing their tricks and, like, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, being commercially viable and entertaining and all that yeah. stuff. Um, and unfortunately, <laughs> that has not appeared to be my creative path whatsoever. I am like the gangy witch titty otter in the corner, you know, just like breaking stuff with your favorite rock. Yeah, and compulsively eating. overeating clams. Cutting into those anemones. To calm my anxiety about my mother issues. You know, like she didn't hoping she somebody didn't float with me on her furry belly. <laughs> Feeling resentful of all of the other floaty otters who are raised by nurturing parental figures. Um, uh, Yeah, so that's, like, so that has been um, this thing in my creative, like, every year I feel like I'm just constantly reinventing what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. But it's annoying because it feels like the work picks me. Anyway, Mm. um, so the show, to answer your question, the show that I am working on is, like, my 
version of, uh, uh, say, if Bo Burnham and Tim Mention. I like it already. Yeah, Bamford just had like a big fucking triad and like popped out um, <laughs> some poorly played ukulele baby. <laughs> like that would be what this next show is going to be. Oh, outstanding. That's a pretty good combo of things, quite honestly. <laughs> Those are three of my favorite things. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So what I what I want to create is um so the show that uh that I am, I'm okay. So it's I'm hoping it's gonna be like Megan is making it or like Megan Phillips is making it, and it's all about the creative process slash um, what does it mean to make it in the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want it to be much more comedic than my last two shows because I've been like really dancing the tragic comedy edge in okay. the past few shows of like calling them comedy with a very loose label of like laughing and crying. It's the same, <laughs> right? At some level, just tears squirt out of your eyes. <laughs> Did you, you see this, this picture in my feed from the other day? This is like the coolest thing. It was when one of my Who best friends met, my, met to mention at Sasquatch when she was working backstage and was like, oh, Katie loves mm. him. So made a sign that says, I heart Katie Nordgren and got him to stand with her to take a picture. And then when I met him a few months later, I took an eight by 10 of this. He's like, oh my God, that was you. <laughs> I've been wondering who that was for. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and it's it's annoying when like your idols are so insanely brilliant, Mm -hmm. you know. Of like, how can I ever? (laughs) But it's like, how can I ever even make an iota of the art that you create? You know, every time I do a weird voice, someone's like, "It's just like Maria Bamford you're copying her." I'm like, "Oh, I am too." But it, but it's like, but it's like, but it's like, I I hope that the work that I do that is like modeled after the matter is after the master is Mm -hmm. like even, like, worthy, you know, of, like, the hero themselves Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. is how I feel. So, Mm -hmm. like, so that's why it's it's terrifying to me. And the other part of it, that the thing that Bo Burnham does that I am really rediscovering in myself is, like, the theatricality and the performance value of everything. I love that so much. I use audio cues better than anybody. Yeah, like, I have discovered this year that I, um... So with all these changes that I've been making, one of the reasons that I started doing it was because um, I've been singing for 15 years and I would always lose my voice and I couldn't figure out why. And then finally it just really like hit me and this is not new information, but it was finally able to like make changes it about sometimes it. takes a couple tries. decades yeah, yeah. <laughs> um for this guy yeah and uh and it um i just discovered i had acid reflux and mm-hmm. it was like fucking me up wow. like uh it really is a silent killer yeah and as soon as i made lifestyle changes and went on medication like hard change wow combined with the trauma work that i've been doing Mm -hmm. where i discovered that so much of my neck trauma that's so much of Mm. because i've been studying for 15 years like if i don't know my technique like i'm kind of you know somebody um check my iq like (laughs) because i uh the the technique is there but it's like i didn't realize how affect how much of the trauma was Mm -hmm. like making me tense and affecting the actual tone and the longevity of the voice right 
So those have been some big shifts that have happened this year. Mm. And what I've rediscovered is like this joy for singing that yes. I haven't felt. Oh, it like, makes me so happy. Yeah. 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 And so that has led me to, but the terrifying part of that is it's led me to realize that I have these like big dreams that I was like, eh, I can't, I can't because I, you know, my voice disappeared and like, uh, you know, and I had to bury them and focus on other Uh-oh. stuff. And now they're like emerging, especially around like musical theater in general and like getting, and then I've also like been getting back into dance to the best of my ability and discovering like, oh, this is actually stuff that not only do I love to do, but I'm actually good at. Mm. And to dumb that down is doing a disservice, you know, to the creator to that gave them to me. To protect your ego or to, yeah. Yeah, and it's like, that's really fucking scary, too. Yeah. Like, the scariest, because it's like, oh, this means that I can't just hide behind a funny voice now. Like, if it's actually something that I want to do, I have to, like, get out there and audition. Yeah. Or put it in a show. And be vulnerable. And be vulnerable. Ew. And, like, try and be good at Ew. it. Oh! Stop telling us to do stuff, Brene Brown. It's hard. It's all at Brene. At Brene. Fuck you, Brene. My sacred ground is shitty and dark. I don't want to stand it. Don't have you bitches do the work. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my that's my very long answer. That it would be like all of that with a high performance value and but to the best caliber of like like as much budget as I can muster. Would this be like? Is there an existing performer that has a vibe that you uh, feel that you have kinship with, or like you're not like a Barbara Streisand type, or are you? Oh, you mean like act like actor persona wise? Sure. Or um, stage persona, a t- type stage. of singing, type of type of performance you want to do, like a Patti Lupone or. Oh, what a great question! Um, that's interesting. Let I I don't I mean aside from the Maria Bamford, the Tim Mitchin, and the Bo Burnham, I think Bo Burnham is just a little too. Um, what's the word, like, jaded to, like, cynical. Yeah. Like, his persona You're is much more optimistic too, than he is, yeah. for sure. Yeah, and I, I think that, like, I've been... Uh, your darkness is soft in ooh, your performances. I really like that. Yeah, I was... Because oh. I, I went and saw uh, Periscope. Right, right. And, uh, which was excellent. It was oh, very, very good. Because, like, I, I'm like, oh, I'm going to a friend's fringe show performance. I'm like, this is because I like them. And I actually really enjoyed it. I thought you were <laughs> oh fabulous. Oh, my God, thank you. <laughs> but I would have said you. that I liked it regardless, but I actually did like oh, it. Oh, so. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. And it was in a yoga studio, which was very cool. Yeah. I thought that was an interesting space to experience it, because I was, like, right down on the floor. I was like... Yeah. yeah, like a little kid sitting crisscross so applesauce. So intimate. Yeah, yeah. So it was it was very cool. Um, and yeah, so I found that like you talk about darkness stuff, but it's often like with a smile on your face and with a I'm having a realization as I'm getting into this darkness, this embarrassing thing that mm. happened to me, like the humiliation that I'm feeling in this moment was serving me. Mm-hmm. Do you so, talk about how like yeah how you go through it? I guess and there's always the yeah. the light at the not that's cheesy light at the end of the tunnel, but like there is. You know, I'm not avoiding this anymore. I'm going yeah, through it. You're not going, yeah. art is a lie. Nothing is real. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. And actually, thank you for like pointing that out to me. <laughs> um, because I do feel that, like, I've really been... I'm in this place of exploration this year, mm-hmm. as I've already kind of shared. Like, what, what do I eat that works for me? What mm-hmm. do I... 
Um, how do I make time happen that works for me? How do I find a bra to fit my witch titties? You know, it's a, you gotta get measured for that shit. But, um, excuse me, uh, curves do, or what is it called? Change, change. Change, do you have this in the witch sizes? <laughs> Made out of seaweed and fishnets. Uh, it's the Sea Hags brand bras yeah, for H- your witch titties. H-O-C-U-S, uh, Pocus. Um, no, and so I'm like, I'm exploring, I'm considering... Well, I'd like to get back into stand-up at the tail end of this year. Just yes, to start, bitch. <laughs> just to start remembering my, like, exploring my persona of who I am now. Mm-hmm. Of, like, my persona three years ago just no longer works, which is why I took time away. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm discovering all of these, like, what, who do I want to be perceived at as on stage? Mm-hmm. And I'm... I feel like I'm unsure. I really appreciate you saying that to me because, like, that's something I have such a mental blind spot mm-hmm. around. It's so hard to get my own perspective on. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, like, you can't look at yourself without the layers of every life experience you've had, and so you have a very, yeah. like, a very pinhole view of yourself uh, in in the role you play in the world. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. I, I Do lose out on the that Sims all the time. Feel that way. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like, where's my pizza? I peed in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> no ladder for you. Till you stop peeing. Till you stop peeing in the pool. You can kill your Sims by not letting them pee. <laughs> it's horrible. No, they just pee now. Okay. Yeah. Since Sims, Sims three, they've really upgraded. I haven't. Uh, I haven't gone to Sims four. You can't murder them easily anymore. I just love that you still play Sims. Yeah. And Civ five. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. yeah, I was actually just thinking about. I haven't played Sims for a while, but I was thinking about it because I'm I'm having a lot of dream house fantasies, where I'm like, I'm looking at real estate. I'm imagining where I might want to move because Vancouver. I'm feeling a little like oppressed by Vancouver right, right now, so I'm like, where else can I move? And I'm looking at houses, and I'm just like, thinking about my dream house. I'm like, why don't I just build it in The Sims, and then it's Ooh. just out of my brain. So I think I I'll, love that. Yeah. That's some secret shit. <laughs> yeah, just like getting it out of there and, and yeah. putting it on yeah. computer paper. Well, because otherwise it just really does. Um, God, what's that word when it's like anxious and you're just like worrying over it all yeah. the time? And yeah. I'm just like, I'm thinking about it constantly. Like this house, this house, like I really want this. I really want these. And so it's like, if I can just put hyper fixated. Yeah. If I can just take it out of my brain, then it's yeah. like, then it's there. And then I have room for other things. Totally. But Extreme right now I'm just caught it. in this loop because I'm just like, I want out. I want out of everything. Yeah. Dude. I, I actually just messaged that to some of my, my UK friends. I was like, I really want to just move to salt spring like now, yeah. but they don't have the most robust art community on the Island. Like they have as much as yeah. they can for having like 10,000 people that live there. It's also really expensive on salt spring. Mm-hmm. The, the real estate mm-hmm. actually isn't that expensive, at least for, for land, we were looking at a 3.5 acre spot that was 299000 So that's a lot of money, but it's also yeah. not totally out of line. Yeah. So it's, it's a possibility. It's, and I just like, I, right now I just want to leave the city so badly. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm, um, past guest, uh, we talked about this actually last episode, our very good friend Avery Alder, who is moving out of Vancouver to move to, I don't know, I think one of the hippie enclaves up in the interior somewhere. Yeah. And she's God like, honestly, yeah. honestly, this is why I'm leaving Vancouver is because I am a wounded animal and I will not heal with this much stuff coming at me all the time. Mm. And I was like, Fuck, I feel that in my very bones. I was like, I don't, I feel like I can't say that. Like, how dare I say that I'm a wounded animal? Like, I'm a privileged white, like, I'm married, I have a house, I have an apartment, you know, I have all of these things. Like, how dare I feel like I'm being assailed on all sides? Like, no, I'm so sensitive. I can't handle the world in this 24-hour news cycle and Facebook and 
Twitter and all that kind of stuff where I'm just like, oh, everyone's pain is so visible all the time and nobody's doing anything about it. Mm -hmm. So I was just like, I can't keep living in that headspace because then I won't do anything. I'll just be paralyzed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So... So I'm just like, I, so the idea of like wanting to move is just an escapist fantasy right now, mm-hmm. but I also do kind of want to move. Yeah. And yeah. you're allowed to. Or just to be able to go yeah. back and forth or something so I can just get away sometimes. Mm-hmm. You could buy a little property and put a yurt there and go live in your yurt sometimes. I, Chris, you know... you know that I will put a yurt on it no matter what size property I have. <laughs> you know I love those Mongolian homes. <laughs> That's the new like Portlandia. Put a yurt on it. Put a yurt on uh... it. Yeah, that's something I've, uh, as I've been exploring, like, what seasons and rhythms work mm-hmm. for me, yeah. I've, as I've been discovering my own seasonal rhythm, yeah. you know, one of my dreams is to just go, because I, I, actually, I have a friend in Toronto, um, shout out Andrew Young, what? who, uh, who, who, um, he said this model of, like, has his dream life, and I was like, oh, I want that. I'm going to steal yeah, I'm your, stealing your dream. I'm stealing your dream. <laughs> control C, control B. My dream now. <laughs> my dream now. <laughs> Hashtag my dream now. Um, yeah, which is, like, a third, a third, a third. So, like, a third Ooh. city life, a third country life. So, a third of the year city life, a third of the year country life, and a third of the year tour life. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. I like that. That would really like suit you. Either yes. all in one chunk or just here, there, and the other. And, you know, like I've been to, this is the first year that I'm not fringing in f- six years. And, and you go like all across summer. Canada yeah, the whole summer. Yeah. Yeah. D- different cities, sometimes less, sometimes more. But I've always had a new creative project that I've taken to a different audience somewhere else. And this is the first year in six years that I haven't done it. And it's terrifying. Um, but it's also showing me that, like, I so crave having that rhythm of mm-hmm. just, like, something to look forward to. Oh, my God. Just having your, your like, we used to as kids, you know, we used to get a summer. Yeah. And it was just, like, this discreet amount of time that you could kind of do what you wanted with if you mm-hmm. had a certain amount of freedom. And we just don't get that anymore. Yeah. We get 10 yeah. days if you have a full-time job. Like, yeah. Like, if you're not or a lucky. teacher. <laughs> if you're a teacher. They, they don't have any freedom ultimately because they make no teacher. money and it's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> then you have to be a teacher. Yeah. I like the seasonal rhythm thing so much where it's like our bodies want to do this. Yeah. And all of us still feel that connection to yeah. the land and, and not to get too like as the indigenous people did, but it's like there is like there the seasonal work and stuff like that where it's like you like they're not tilling the fields in December. Well, yeah, and so it's yeah. any any agricultural culture yeah. like has that, and so our actual society that we've kind of structured around things don't respond to that kind of natural rhythm. But it's like in the spring, that's when like new ideas, new creativity, like horny. You, yeah, you're horny. You <laughs> so start horny. Stuff, yeah, in the spring. You know, and then in the summer, you just kind of play around. Too hot to be horny. I prefer Twitter painted myself. It's <laughs> uh, a good. That's like this is a very innocent word for it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's making me Twitter painted. <laughs> I like. I like. Thirsty. Oh, you just dirtied it up. Titter painted. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I like thirsty. Springtime. The thirst. thirst. Oh, yeah, the thirst is yeah. real. Yeah. Yeah, so, mine more like a blood hunger. I think that I put it down there because I'm like, oh, you, you got a target on your back, boy. <laughs> But then, yeah, summer, too hot to be horny, too hot to do much. Yeah. That's the time you'd, like, hang out with your family, you go camping, you go do all these different things. You should have more freedom yeah. to do that. September does feel like getting down to work time. That, to me, always That's feels like the new year. When you year. get down to business to defeat the Huns. Yeah, sure. And, you know, fucking harvesting your shit or yeah. whatever. All the seeds that you planted in the spring with your creative projects, you then, like, unroll them in September. Yeah. And then in the winter, you, like, hunker with, like, your closest people, and you just kind of... 
Yeah. You hug- you're huga. Yeah, and you yeah. just kind of heal yourself and get ready for, like... Roast and drink to, tea. Yeah, to be really yeah. excited about spring again. And, like, my body does that, and I respond yeah. that way. My moods go that way, yeah. and I'm just mad that, like... Work doesn't allow for it. Yeah. 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 So... Mm. I love yeah. the idea. Let's fix it all. I want to move into a life where you know what the thing is is I think a lot. I think a lot of us don't believe that we have any control over this stuff. And let's be real, like like money is such a big thing. Like you have to have it, and if you have to have a certain kind of job for that, then you don't have the freedom to do whatever yeah. you want. But you know, within certain structures, we're all just telling ourselves that we have to do things a certain way. That's definitely my situation where I don't have to work at the job I'm working at right now. It's not essential, but I'm like, then I should. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I should do it. Cause if I don't, then people will be mad at me. Yeah. <laughs> That's not my problem, yeah. <laughs> but I think it is. So I'm like, yeah. Oh, I should, I should make my life so that you don't have to be mad at me and waste your energy on that. Cause oh, I should be managing yeah. that for you. <laughs> Yeah, but at the same time, there is that dance of, like, there is also accountability, though, yeah. as well, right? Of, but there's, like, what but is the right size? you don't have to be size? obsessively available totally, all the time totally. to just be the responsible person. Like, you can also have your own life. Totally. To a degree. And the, the, the annoying, ironic thing, too, that I really am looking at putting better into practice mm-hmm. moving forward that I've historically not been great at. But the few times I have done it, I've discovered that it responds, is that when you set your own boundaries, people actually respond better. You're talking to the but boundaries queen here. I mean, I'm, Are you? I'm, sli- me I'm slacking bad. I'm fucking Tell sliding off secrets. the map with my boundaries. No, I, I cannot give advice right now. <laughs> Historically, though, very But, yes. but it is annoying because, like, it does get better, but but you have to be ready to deal with the pushback right off the top. Oh, and that's it. the thing. Yeah. That's the reason that it can be so difficult, mm-hmm. is because if you're if you start like it can be it's so much easier to set boundaries with somebody new because once they're set then then you're good then you're good and you can relax them later if you get to know someone more or whatever but it's so hard to put them in when you've already been such an open yeah yeah. But for people, yeah. and then it's then suddenly you're putting in boundaries. Like, yeah. Hey, and there's why? pushback. Yeah, because it's changing the nexus. Yeah. What, don't you yeah. like me anymore? Yeah. 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 It's a hard discussion to have. It is. So. But it's yeah. so good. And it's ongoing. Oh, That's the other thing is that it's constantly evolving. That's Guys, we I have to keep too. working on stuff all the time. All the time. All oh, the me time. Me tired. <laughs> me just want to rest my big old Friday. Titties. Do it on Friday. Okay. <laughs> Friday's feelings day. That's what day. I do. I really like that a Friday's lot. Friday's feelings day. I'm going to schedule a day to have feelings, so I'm actually going to do that. Because I'm really bad at it. I'm always having feelings, I and I'm always like, nope, not right now. I strongly support that. Mm-hmm. I strongly... But, but the other thing is because then it comes out and it bites you in the ass yeah. if you don't do it. At least mm-hmm. that's my experience. Sometimes you yell at your boss. There is an excellent... Yeah, or you break down. Like, I was at this weekend in Cape Cod the other day, and I hadn't... I as had one a, does. As one does. And I had had these crazy... Uh, therapy my, session. My sons, Brayden, Jaden, and Aiden were all on the lawn. <laughs> <laughs> they were playing bocce. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In Cape Cod. Uh, and, uh, and it was going to be this super fun weekend. And I ended up having this, like, totally intense, like, panic attack and download. Cool. Looking And looking back, and it's like, you know, I made it through, and I had my support, and we got through it, and whatever. But it was like, looking back, it's like, if I had just not been traveling that day, if I had just been able to go home, like, I was a ticking time bomb, mm-hmm. you know? Like, if I had had my Friday feelings day, I could have just imploded in, like, a safe, padded environment, and then I would have been free to go out and not, like, feelings barf all over everybody else and draw them into my, like, contagion, 
You know? Come into my yurt yeah. of emotions, my hurt yurt. <laughs> now you hurt yurt. Oh my god, can you. It's will yours. your yurt be a hurt yurt? It can be a hurt yurt. It was going to be, be a menstrual hut. It could be called the, the hurt yurt. Yeah. Oh, all in together. All in one. So good, right? Holy it was shit. the fucking red tent, my friends. Oh, um, I love it. <laughs> Oh, Megan, you are the right person for this podcast. We will be having you back for sure. Yes. I think Chris is a little in love with you, too. Yeah. (laughs) Guys, what a great episode. this podcast. Excellent. Well, great. I really, I enjoy us. Yeah. And this feels good. I was feeling, yeah, a little just like, uh, Katie was like, do you need a break? Do we not record? I'm like, I really want to record. And so I'm so happy. You're exactly the right person that came and made my, made my weekend feel really good. Oh my God. You guys made my weekend. (laughs) I was supposed to cater today and my catering shift got canceled. So that's why I was last minute available because I usually wouldn't Fabulous. be available. Yes. Fabulous. So timing, right? Yes. Timing. Timing. Mm-hmm. Timing. Mm. When it's, uh, I have a friend who says, when it's odd, it's God. Whether you believe in God or not, I like that feeling of nice. like there are things outside of our control. Yeah. I love it. Do you have anything, because this is going to come out on Tuesday, do you mm. have any things that you can promote that people could go see? Or are you, you kind of doing any a little... classes or anything? Um, doing any uke jams? Let's see. Well, I teach private singing. That's a thing that I do. If you want to, you want to sing very privately. If you want to sing privately, uh, you are welcome to feel feelings. Um, no upcoming gems at all. I usually do improv uh, some most Sunday nights at Instant Theater mm-hmm. at Havana. So that's a place you can watch me do improv. But um, maybe I announce most of my stuff. Oh, I'm going to Toronto. I'm going to be doing a Periscope in Toronto. Cool. Most likely at uh, on July. I think it's 11th. We'll be there. Um, we will alert just doing a one people. That would be really awesome. Yeah, oh. all the details, and then I'll and then I'll be doing stand up around town um, uh, in the next few months. So meganphillips.com. Great. No H. No H. No H. There is no H in this Megan. <laughs> the, H the H is for hostility. Can go fuck itself. <laughs> <laughs> Megan's with H's. I'm sure you're delightly human beings, and I'm glad you exist. But your H can go fuck itself. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> <laughs> have a great week, everybody. Thank Bye. you. Thank you. Bye.